Class number eight. Today is daf nine of one of the beautiful dafim. It's big, but don't judge by the size. Just because it's big doesn't mean it's bad. It's better. Okay? And we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. We'll have in mind you could, uh, you know, that uh, anybody who needs her for Shlema should be able to get her for Shlema and should be a schos for, uh, and should be a schos. Our learning should be a, should be a merit. Okay. So we started off yesterday, um, seven lines down on Davches, and we said that on the day that uh, that uh, we said that there are days that you that the Kohen Gadol, that the Kohen who is checking for the Taras can basically not check. Uh, there are days that you check, days that you look, days that you don't look. You could be closed certain days. Now, where do you see that in the text? So, I mean, he just says, when he looks, this is what he does. He sees what he sees. So, what's going on? So, Abai, two answers. Abai says that it could have just said, Bayom. Why did it say, Uvayom? Uvayom implies something here, that it's and on the day, which means not necessarily will he be doing that. And um, according to Rava, you don't even need that. The whole Bayom is extra. Why wouldn't you need, why would you have just say, Uvaros, when he sees? What's the Bayom? Why mention the day altogether? Must be to tell you that there's a choice. Now, why did Abaye not like that answer? Because he says that when it says Bayom, it means Bayom, below Belayla, to tell you that you need to see in the day and not at night. Rava, how does he know that? So, first we thought that he learned it from L'chol Mare Enea Kohen, um, to, the, uh, to the vision of the eyes of the Kohen. And, um, and uh, which means that it has to be, that he can see it. Abayi says that is for a different drasha. That's necessary for the drasha that a Kohen needs to be um, seeing out of both of his eyes. If he's blind in one eye, then he's not fit to look at Nigoyim. Rava says that, um, he, obviously Rava needs it for that as well. So then, uh, what does it mean? Where does he know that from? It's from a different pasuk. The pasuk talks about Sarasabai. It says, Kinega nira liba boys. The word li is extra. Could it be Kinega, Kinega nira babais? What do you mean by me? It means leave ori. It means to my naked eye, not with any help from, the, from, a, from a flashlight or from a fire or something to make it look like it. And Abai says, if that was the whole source, that maybe is only by Thomas Habayis. That's not on your body, but on Toma of the body, maybe you could use the fire. So that's why I had to tell you twice. But, uh, and and, and Robert thought that's a, that is a sufficient reward. <laughs> anyway, brings us to the next Mishnah. So when it comes yes. to the house itself, if yes. the house is very, very dark, many houses don't... Very unlikely that he will find the Tzara. That's correct, exactly. because I'm trying to say. That's you probably will never see it. And that's when you get a tzarat. That that's when you don't get it. No, that's, uh, that's, that's what right. Because it's not declared. Exactly. It's not declared. If it's not but, declared, it's not there. But right? what is exactly. the tzarat of the house? It's probably some kind of fungus. It's going over there. It's a mold. The black mold. Black <laughs> mold. That's right. And it's going there, but you can't see it because it's dark out there. No, but it's so not. You can't it. declare. If you can't see it, it's not there. <laughs> and besides, the house didn't talk about anything about anybody. So it could not yeah, be yeah. a I mean, a mental. No, 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 that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> I mean, look, with the house, Sarah, you know what they say, the walls say of the house, because there's an expression, the walls of the house are listening. They don't talk, they listen. They listen, they That's listen. In Israel, in Israel. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> not here. <laughs> but they inspected the houses during the daytime, that is nice. Yeah, yeah, well, it has to be in the day, but some houses some don't. Houses. That's what it says, that a darker house you look is the safer houses. house. You don't have, have to draw attention to your house. Inside, it's just dark, middle of the day. All right. 
brings us to the next Mishnah. Rameyer said that a person is allowed to gather the, the bones of his, of his parents to bring them to their final resting place because that's a joy. Rabbi Yosef says, what kind of joy? There's a mourning for that. Um, in fact, you have to sit a day of mourning on that. So we'll get to that in the Gemara. Also, one's not allowed to waken up uh, the discussion of someone who passed away. Uh, eulogize within 30 days prior to the holiday. We'll get to why in a minute. So first of all, um, it, there's contradiction here. It sounds like that there is actually, I mean, what's Pshad and Remeir? He is in a day of Avelis. That day that he gathers the bones of his fathers, regardless of whether he sees the bones, even if it's tied up, doesn't matter. It's, um, the halacha is, is that uh, it's a day of Avelis. And then the next day, he's, uh, it's gone. But it's just for that day, it is a day of Avelis. So the Gemara explains um, you know, by the way, this is a very relevant halacha. People don't realize a lot of times people are buried in wherever they're buried and then they, uh, for whatever reason, feel that, that they should move it to Eretz Yisrael or something like yeah. that. That day of removal is the day of mourning for the family. It's a, the it's a thing. My father did that and he sat Shiva in Eretz Yisrael for that day. For that day, right? He, he it's not Shiva, but it's Shiva. Well, he sat, you know, like yeah. Shiva. It's that like Shiva morning. for the yeah. for the for exactly. the day, right? Yeah, yeah right. Chair and uh, everything. Yeah. I had an uncle in Miami who uh, later the family brought him to New York with the. We all the rest of the family, family was. Family was. Right, so that's what I'm saying. That's a, this a very relevant yeah. halacha. Anyway. But not in any circumstance. Only certain. Right, you're not. It, you shouldn't just move it for just willy nilly. There's only like valid, certain valid reasons that qualify so for the covet of the mace or something. Not because it's more convenient. It can't be for your convenience because it's more convenient. In Judaism, we refer to the remains of the person as bones, not as body. Right. Yeah. Typically. Typically. They used to do bury the body. Then the body rots away, the flesh rots away, then they take the bones, then they move the bones, put them in a bag, and put them in the cave, special places. You know, Family crypt. Back then, back then. Back then, it's yeah, called, we don't do that now. It's called an ossuary jar. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a thing. All over the Anyhow. place. Mm-hmm. All right, which brings us to the next, uh, the next idea, which is uh, the issue of um, oh, so what's the answer? I'm sorry, so I didn't explain. According to our mayor, what does it mean? It's a simcha, not a simcha. It's just that the simcha regel overrides that sadness, and therefore it's it's not it's not a problem. Um, brings us to the lo yara meso. What's the what does that mean? It means like what the professional eulogizers do. They would um, say that you know everyone should. They they just wake up the morning, the sadness, <coughs> the bitterness of one's heart, and puts a person in that sad state. Now, um, that's 30 days. Where does this 30 days come from? So it's Tupshatim. Rav Kahana quotes Rav Yudin, the name of Rav, story that a, a person gathered money to be all at Regal, and he had all his money with him, ready to roll, and then they get, uh, it comes a eulogizer, offers their services, and the wife took the money, and... Um, took the money and gave it to the person to give the eulogy, and then there was no money, no funds available to be Olaregal. And because of that, um, he didn't go up that, that, that year. So they said, you know what? Within 30 days, there's not going to be enough opportunity to re-raise the money again. No eulogizers in town. 
That's Pshat according to Rav. Shmuel says... You mean for one case, <coughs> they make a, gen- a general rule for everybody. That's correct. That's, that's exactly right. right. If it happened once, it's it can a, happen again. is a big thing. Yeah, it? but again... It's, 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 right. Especially with okay. the right people doing it. It can happen once, it, happen, it can happen again. That's it. We don't want it even to happen one more time. Next was Shmuel. Shmuel argues, he says, no, no. The reason is 30 days is because for 30 days, what the person says and the sadness still lingers in one's heart and it will detract from the joy of the holiday. Nafkamina, practical difference between the two answers, is what if this is a free eulogizer so they don't charge any money, so there's no concern as far as using, using up your money, but there's still a concern. Um, he's doing it for experience. Get you know? experience. He's trying. He wants to get experience. That's why he's doing it for free. You know, it's an internship. Okay. So, <laughs> the eulogies would be a rabbi nowadays. That's Yes, be. usually, usually that usually a person puts a title rabbi before that doesn't have any other. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> people, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Right, right. There's a whole, there's a whole art to it. There's a nikon, there's a tune that they do, and the sing song, and it's sad. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You write right. down how you want to die, right? <laughs> right, right, how right. Which one do you want to have to play for you? Right, exactly. Right, which tune? Anyway, which brings us to the next, uh, the next, next Mishnah. You're not allowed to dig out the uh, crypts. Uh, um, on um, on Cholmoid. Excuse me, Rabbi. What? On those 30 days. We tell me... I mean, if you're going to visit your uh, relative, your father, whatever it is, in the, in the cemetery, within the 30 days of the holiday itself, I mean, that really brings all kind of feelings in you and puts you... Really so he's saying maybe you shouldn't go before the holidays exactly, to the yeah, cemetery. Maybe you shouldn't, you know. That's a that good might... question. I don't know. I haven't seen... I mean, they talked about seen, this. But that brings it's not the, the same, same thing. Sometimes, sometimes they just... Uh, you know, I mean, just it, depends on, you. it depends on the thought. You know, a lot of times people go to the cemetery and they're, and they're not, thinking, you know, they go before they're marrying off their daughter. They go, they want to go That's say right. and, 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 and invite, invite and, their and, parents. And, we know that, you know, you're aware that there's a simcha going on and we just want to extend an invitation. That's right. That's not a sad thing. That's a happy thing. Okay, it's, a, it's except, a, in a way. Except at the same except, time. Except at the same time. time in a way, in a way, we have a good occasion that we want to <laughs> share with you. So. Stop looking for homers. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, stop looking for homers. Stop, don't go. <laughs> don't go that way. Right, this is your first time you're going the opposite. You want to be more strict. I considered that a few times. All right. Anyway, so as far as extent, as far as building or digging out these places where you're going to bury the bones, not allowed on Cholamoid, but to prepare it, meaning to reshape it, make sure it's big enough, long enough that you would be allowed to do on Cholamoid. And then we talked about the washeterias, making a, a place where you can wash on Cholamoid. They used to have like a pool, um, and uh, you're allowed to do that. And also, you're even allowed to build our own. For um, for somebody who passed away, um, it provided the pe- the person the dead bodies there. Um, but according to Rebuta, you have to have already pre-cut wood in boards. So you're starting from boards. You're not starting from raw wood. Which brings us to the next. Uh, uh, by the way, that's an interesting thing. You know, in Eretz Yisrael, they don't bury in boards, yeah, they right? Bury in right, right, right. So uh, so it's like a thing. It's obviously there is a thing of having. And our own, you know, like it's not mm-hmm. like a unheard, 
unheard of him. So it's, I don't know where this yeah. customs changed yeah. or wherever. What do they do right now with it's this about Now there's a whole big buildings over there in the cemeteries. Well, well they're not buildings, they're underground. I mean, no, underground is not a question. Not I mean, well, because the body just saying, goes in there. No, so what by the way? It's a parking garage. Uh, yeah. Parking garage. It's a parking garage. Well, that's what this. I mean, I saw Didn't we see that? There's two terms. So There's kuchen so and kavaros. A longer spot and a spot. It's a, it's a, a long term parking garage. You pay extra. Extra long. But no valet service. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that's what the Gemara talks about the two things. There's kuchen and kavaros. Kuchen is in the ground where you're digging, and kavaros is in the wall. It's, that's what it sounds like. It's an elevator in a structure. Anyway. You still need dirt around you, but that's the, that's the idea. Now, um, um, so basically, then the Gemara says, Mechanchen, that means you could adjust the size, and then it gets to this Nevrechas. We wanted to know what a Nevrechas is. We said that it's a Bikia. Problem is, is that he uses both terms. And the answer is, there's really two terminologies. There's one for the primary pool where they wash, and then there's the overflow pool, miniature pool, I guess where they do the small loads. <laughs> that's the, uh, that was my guess. I don't know. I, I didn't say it. Rashi didn't say it right. Yeah, whatever. The point being is... I don't do You don't know. Anyway, yeah, okay. All right. So the bottom line is, that's uh, the two things. Okay, next thing we talked about is Aaron only with the mace. And of course, it's a machlokas whether you can use boards that you have to use existing boards, which is the opinion of um, it has to be nesorim haminu sorim, but according to Reb Shem Gamliel, if if you don't have boards, you still can bury the dead. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go in the privacy of your home and uh, make the boards if you need to. Okay, which brings us to the next Mishnah, which is about getting married on Cholamoid. You're not allowed to get married on Cholamoid. It doesn't matter who, whether a virgin, first timers, or second time around, or yibum. <laughs> that's because all of those are simcha, and we'll see what the issue with that is. However, you're allowed to take back your divorcee on Cholamoid. That's fine. Um, and the person is allowed, a woman is allowed to do all types of. Um, beauty regimen items on Cholomoid, and Rebuda says, except for the one where she puts this lime on her face to as a depilatory, to, to remove basically her outside layer of skin, um, and that's because she's, it's pretty uh, painful and ugly in the beginning. Um, um, so the, that we did see as far as sewing that a head yod is allowed to sew in his regular way because he's not doing a very professional job but if you're a professional then you have to do it in an abnormal way and you're also allowed to make the um, weave the beds together you know, I don't know, they used to have a rope a rope mattress so you would be allowed to, to basically rope it um, and uh, tighten it according to Rabbi Yossi anyway so next thing, or maybe only tighten it and not actually run the rope through, which is maybe that's what Yossi's argument is. Up. Just tighten it up. That not allowed to actually do the actual going back and forth. Now the question is, why would it be a problem if it's a simcha? Simcha, all the more, more the merrier. So the Gemara explains few answers. First, we have uh, Reb Lazar the name of Reb Oshia, or Reb Lazar in the name of Chinina, because we have a rule: Ema Arvin Simcha Simcha. We don't combine. Two joys together. Okay, it's different kinds of joy. They conflict. So very interesting concept. And we're familiar with it. We're going to see more about that in today's daf. Um, 
So Rafuna, um, uh, Rabbi Barafuna clarifies that it's you're gonna forget about the idea is that you're gonna forget about the holiday, and you're only gonna be focused on your wife, and basically that's <laughs> detracting from the simcha of the holiday. That's one idea. Abaye said to Rav Yosef that um, Rav, uh, Rav Daniel Parkatina said the name of Rav. The reason why you don't get married on Cholamoid is because mm-hmm. that's the idea, like you said, the joy should be in the holiday, related to the holiday, not Bi'ishtecha. Now, Ula says it's not that, that's not the problem. What? I think the big difference in joy about the wife back then was that many people married women that, many men, that, or probably all, that they didn't know. Right, it was a uh, right. They so yeah. that so you would see her when you marry her. Ah, she's like right. You won the lotto, so right. So it so might not be a simcha at all, huh? Well, but now, now you know the woman way oh. before. Okay. Anyway, so I hear. It. But the point oh, being yeah. is, one is it detracts. So there's three answers that we're seeing here. One is that it detracts from the simcha of the of, of the yomtif because you're focused on the simcha of your wife. That's one. Answer number two is Ula's answer is that there's a lot of work that goes into the wedding. And that's the core. That's what we're talking about. The tircha is detracting from the holiday. That's number two. The third answer is that it's bitul. Rav Yitzchak Nafcha says that it's bitul birivrivya. That because people will naturally wait for the holiday, it's very convenient. People are off anyway and they'll wait till Cholomoy to get married and they're going to push off and it's going to be a bitul of birivrivya. It's going to negate people's having children because, you know, keep pushing it. It off till then, it's not as that. That's why it's not ideal. Now the problem is the Gemara is bothered is that you are allowed to marry erev yomtiv. So isn't there an issue with that? Why is that not the same problem? So the Gemara explains the reason why it's uh, that why it's not the same thing is um, one second. Um, the reason why it's not the the ish, same issue is for th- each one is is different because the primary part of joy of the wedding is the wedding day, that's Erev, and therefore the fact that you still have Shevet Brachas afterwards, that's not enough of a detraction from Shabbos. That's number one. I mean, from the Yom Tif. Number two is that the Tircha is also primarily the day of the wedding. Afterwards is a little bit of Tircha, but that's already not a big deal. And number three, that at Bittal Pirivivya, if you only have one day within which to marry, nobody pushes off their wedding for that single day. Because what if that day doesn't work out? You want, if you have an option of a few days like Cholomoid, we'll get married on Cholomoid. If they, this day doesn't work, we'll have, we want some, some flexibility, and that's why. Yes. And that's why it's um, it's it's not an issue for Erev Yom Tov, and that is where we left off yesterday. But we'll take.